Hey, welcome to another episode of Pathway to Purpose. Uh, I wanted to do a short clip here this week. Uh, I haven't talked in a while, and I just felt this on my heart as I was working working with some clients and just in my own life experience, um, talking about adjusting our relationship with pain, with our pain. And I'm not talking about the physical pain, although that's something we could do, but I'm, I'm talking about the pain of past events or emotional pain, um, anything that's causing some discomfort in in your life you know oftentimes it's a combination of like compounding amounts of pain painful experiences and i'm gonna do a whole talk on on trauma because i just and i i did one last time because i'm really really passionate about it i i don't think we know enough about it a lot of people do, but I don't think in our own lives we view things as traumatic that may be traumatic in our mind. And I don't want to go off on, on a tangent on, on this as, as the pain, but it is a part of the pain and it does cause some pain. And I did a podcast a little bit ago with Michael Kuksky, uh, amazing guy, and we had a lot in common around this topic and we talked about ifs internal family systems which i am such a big believer of and it's one of the the founders wrote a book called no bad parts right and we go deep into it and i don't want to go here now so go back to that one and take a listen and really like the things that we're we view as ugly or painful or embarrassing or shameful you know, they have a seat at our table. And this is going to segue into this relationship and adjusting our relationship to the pain. And the pain is there for a reason. It tells us something. Um, and oftentimes in our whole lives, we run away from pain. It's a human nature. Like, okay, there's fire. You don't put your hand and touch it. And you, you kind of recoil, right? Now, I could go into the minutiae. We have habits of thinking that bring up emotional pain. And if we adjust our perceptions, we could really adjust how we view certain painful events. And in a heartbeat, something that was holding you back can really be an opportunity for the biggest growth. And that has happened in my life multiple times. And it really came forward and I was able to retrospectively look at this in my entire life when I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Uh, if you don't know my story, go back to earlier podcasts and share about it. But it's amazing how if we look at the painful events or things that come up in regarding our pain, if we could just breathe for a moment and sit with it, I know I'm going to get a little woo-woo here, but just sit with it and allow it to be there. Um, oftentimes we have to express discomfort. That's normal. That's what we do. We might run from it. We might do something with it. We might try to escape in some healthy way, some unhealthy way. 
But if we kind of settle back into it, we could slow our mind process and start to listen to what it's trying to tell us. And simply by just doing that, that level of awareness, we could start to adjust our relationship to it. Like, what? why is it here? What's it trying to tell me? Is what I'm thinking true? Is it 100% true? Or am I perceiving something in a very different way? These are just some questions that I, I pose out there because these were some of the things I asked. So when I was first diagnosed, it was a huge gut punch. You know, I had tears. I was, you know, there was pain. There was a lot of like fear and uncertainty and all kinds of things. But I started to do walking. Yeah, I was walking. I wasn't running. <laughs> um, you know, usually for people that know me on social media, I do a lot of running. But I wasn't running. But through my walking, I started to ask myself a question is, what is this trying to teach me? And if you asked me this 10 years ago, um, if I would even ask that question, I would tell you absolutely not. But the very fact that I posed a question and become curious, that's one of the tips I want to give you, is just be open and curious. What does this mean? What does the pain mean? What is it trying to tell me? Oftentimes we get caught up in this loop of this pain loop and pain and shame and caught up in our emotions and then we try to escape. Either we reach for something like food, we could reach for drugs and alcohol, we could reach for work, overworkism. Um, it could be anything that we kind of had, I call it an ism, where we're doing it probably a little excessively. So that's that's kind of just taking a peek at it. Now, there's other pain that might have been there a while ago, right? And sometimes the pain that's occurring now, if you ask these questions or if you're present with it, if you could allow it and give it space, it might uncover some other things that come to your awareness that may be there. So, okay, you're... You're experiencing pain, and we all have pain and challenges in life, right? Oftentimes, sometimes we either want to shut down or escape, um, but other times we just kind of sit and process, and sometimes this process takes a bit, right? But the interesting thing about it is if we could start to ask different questions, start to be curious around it, then that is a way to look at it. The other thing too is sometimes we get caught up in our head. I call it getting caught up in my head, right? You're just kind of spinning around and around and these habits of thinking of these like, oh my God, we go to this obsessive worry. And these are habits, like thinking habits. Sometimes we think of habits like, okay, I'm eating too much X, Y, and Z or I eat too much or um, I have this bad habit or a good habit. Like I, I run um, and I do it because it's a habit I created because it makes me feel better when I'm done. I, not actually when I start. <laughs> Oftentimes, probably 80% of the time, I don't feel like doing it before I start. But when I'm done, I feel glad that I did. But that's a side note on that. But looking at this and looking at our pain in this way, allows us 
to really start to learn. And um, these habits, I'm getting back to this habit of thinking, I kind of got off track with the running, is these habits, we have habits of thinking that want us to think in a certain way. And that is the motor and the, the motor of our lives. Like if you view ourselves like as a car, a nice car, whatever it may be, you know, a lot of assessment tools that you see out there, like personality assessments, are interpretations of your emotions, right? Now, this, and that's the outside of the car. Now, our habits of thinking are the engine. It's what runs it. And, you know, if you're interested in learning more about what's running yours, reach out to me, send a message, go to my website, toddangelucci.com. You can learn more about that. I have an assessment that I utilize an assessment that really starts to, that identifies particular habits of thinking that may run at risk. Um, but these habits we have, like worry could be a habit. Um, we could have this thinking, I did a post the other day on, on my wall, is, um, you know, if we constantly are, are, are bringing stress onto our lives, sometimes we bring, we could bring a habit of creating stress. We could get used to it so much. I'm not saying that there's not stressful events that occur, but if we have a habit of creating and bringing stress, it'll come into our lives. And um, that's kind of a, a good way to look at that. And sometimes we, how we look at our pain, are we looking at it as a victim? Are we being a victim on it? Are we being victimized or victimizing? Oh, poor me, or in this spot, or we want to brag about it or do something about it, or are we looking to really move past it and um, and take it on? And I love this topic of pain because it's. It's in our face all the time. It, I'm not sure it's something that's talked about as much, but we could really learn a lot from our pain. And I want to segue. I've talked about a few things here about it and about shifting our perspective, um, but also taking action, not allowing our pain to paralyze us, right? To like crawl up in a ball. And you know, I'm going to say this, you know, sometimes we, we, we do crawl up in a ball. Sometimes we need to, like, just feel some uncomfortableness, but not to stay there, okay? And, and sometimes it requires action. And we may not know what the action is. You know, I do some running, right? I drive in my car a lot, and I get a lot of inspiration while I'm doing that. And the very fact of doing some action may create a solution that we might not know. So I encourage that. I'm just giving that as, as a tip with, with this as we start to look and adjust our pain, right? Now, here's another unique perspective. And um, this I've learned throughout the years is and and it's really kind of the inspiration for the birth of this podcast is when i was diagnosed with the brain tumor it was hard you know and so i started to uncover my own journey and i love talking to people not about my journey but people that had similar experiences and hearing their journey 
and how they got through it and and being authentic that there's some dips there's some hard spots there's some there's some parts of 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 the pain that need to be there that are hard and we're social creatures we reaching out to a friend or a support group like I had reached out to some uh, people in a brain tumor support group and I just started to make connections and started to share and started to hear other people's stories. I initially named this podcast, if you go back, it's called Survival Mode because I was in survival mode, not just during the brain tumor. I realized this brain tumor taught me and it gave me one of the biggest gifts that I had more going on that I didn't even see a shift in perspective. I asked myself a question. I asked myself a couple questions was what was this trying to teach me? And it was really teaching me that I was living my life like um, I wasn't going to make it. And this was before the brain tumor. Like I was living my life with the foot on the brake and the gas at the same time. I was working very hard. Um, trying to like I was afraid I wasn't going to survive in the world like income and food like and it was so not even a reality like and it really I'm like why am I doing this and it opened the question of and I ask you one one of my coach mentor mentors had said this you know ask yourself this question like what are you doing Right? Like, what do you, when something's really kind of holding you back, like, what are you doing? And start to journal it. Start to journal what you're doing. And then ask yourself, you know, kind of ponder, like, why am I doing this? It kind of gives you a whole unique perspective on that. And then start to drive at what, what can I learn and create out of this? Or what is this teaching me? And where can I shift? It just really brings a unique perspective. I'm, I'm glad I just that came to me in this inspiration as I was sharing this. Like that journey, this brain tumor taught me that. But it also taught me through because I listened to podcasts, I listened to people's stories about trauma. That's why I'm super passionate about it. It taught me that I had earlier traumas that really let it didn't cause a brain tumor. And I'm not even kind of putting that parallel. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't even know that, you know, stress and all that stuff can cause sickness in our bodies. But I, I, I realized that I had some traumas that were going on that had gone on in the past. And I'm taking the long way here, but I'm gonna kind of land this in a, in a moment is, um, it's about the story, you know? A, it's about the real story. What is the truth? Is this true? Could it be this? But no matter how far down we've gone, right? And they say this in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous, no matter how far down we've gone, we could see how our experience could help somebody else, help others. And if you're ever familiar with the 12 steps, they've adopted it to probably every ailment or every addiction or ism. And um, it's an amazing tool and there's a lot of information out there on it. But if you read through the steps and it's a constant ever evolving, the 12th step is having had a spiritual awakening, right? We carry our message to others, right? So having gotten through or experienced this, we use that 
and what our insights and maybe what God, depending on what your belief systems are, your higher power, they talk about higher power, um, can help and guide other people. And that's healing for you and for the other person. Um, I love the fact of helping others genuinely. And what I mean by that is by giving, it gets us out of our head, our self-consumed. We get so, like when we're in our pain, we're, we're not present. We're in, I call it in our head. <laughs> That's a term I use because we're in a thought and we're constantly in thought. And have you ever been so in thought that you haven't had the ability or somebody's around you talking and you're like, oh, what did you say? Or you really weren't listening to somebody or you weren't paying attention to something that might have been uh, that you were supposed to study or something and you're like, oh my God. And some people do that so much from the tra from trauma or from pain or they have some emotional stuff going on that they're in this constant distracted state, which then there's a label that people are using not accurately is they call, oh, I got ADD or I got ADHD. And I'm, please, I'm not saying that people don't have ADHD or ADD, but sometimes our habits and our thinking are so, so fast and so all over the place. We're just not present. Um, and, uh, I could do a whole, honestly, I've done some internal work and some research on this ADD thing because that's what I used to do. That's what I used to say. And do I have some of those? Yeah. But can I manage it? Yeah. Because I understand that. So getting back to using our pain, right. Or using our life, our painful life experiences to, to start to look at them to turn and look at them and start to embrace them and see how this can enable me to connect with others. So when somebody else is going through that, we have the ability to connect. So when somebody's sharing something, instead of hijacking the conversation and say, oh, I could relate to that, we could say, oh my God, does it feel like this? So we validate them, we start to teach them. Um, so I really wanted to share this kind of um, how we're looking at pain and from a pure a pure standpoint we often run from it or stifle it or do something with it in in an effort to protect ourselves um but this is such a nice way to allow it to be there and you're probably saying todd i'm in pain all the time i don't know how to escape um i i can't you know if you're really having a lot of challenges seek professional help you know, I am not a professional therapist. I'm just sharing some experiences that have helped me. And I've watched uh, myself, you know, I've gone on this journey. Uh, a hero's journey, <laughs> you know. I did a post the other day, I'm the man of posts these days, that you have to die, you have to die two times, you have to die multiple times before you learn to live, right? I forgot the exact post, but. Um, but that's the truth. Like we, we die in, you know, an ego death, you know, and, and some of this gets brought up through the pain and that is really kind of what comes forward. So anyway, I know that I was really kind of getting into the weeds on this. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm on all the, the social media platforms. Go to my website, uh, and thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel that this is valuable, wherever you see it, 
post a comment or hear it um, and share it with somebody that it may help. Um, have an awesome, awesome rest of your week.